Choke up ahead for five, ten meters. After that? Uh, I can't see. It's gonna be a tight squeeze. Map, Yannick? Uh, hold on. If we are where I think we are, <laughs> we're approaching the northern shaft. If it's clear, that should give us access to the lower levels. Well, how sure are you? As sure as I can be, given that the compass is playing silly beggars. Hard work, man, always blames. It's not my fault. There must be magnetic interference. Just not keen on us getting caught in another dead end. You listen to me. Look, shall I just go on ahead? Not without my say-so. All right, Holly, you clearly have something to say, so let's hear it. <clears throat> just that the ion mission count has been increasing for the last half hour. We're getting warmer. Well, we are 200 metres below sea level. You mean we're heading the right way? I mean, whatever we're looking for is somewhere on the other side of those rocks. <sighs> Assuming there is a way through. If there isn't, that's it. We'll have to turn back. We haven't come this far to turn back. Okay, Dylan, on you go. All right. Carefully. <sighs> I want to be able to see you every step of the way. I'm always careful. If that's careful, I'd hate to know what you're like when you're clumsy. Dylan? I'm fine. Just had a bit of a scare, that's all. Right. But take it slowly. This mine has enough ghosts in it without us joining them. No. No, these walls have been excavated. A mine. We're underground. Going by the ambient pressure, 700 feet underground. Ambient pressure? Mm -hmm. You took a reading from the TARDIS console before we left. I saw you. I was merely ascertaining our location and date. I think it's sweet you still try to impress me. So, where's this mine, then? Earth. Northern Mexico. Chihuahua. Where the little dogs come from. Where, as you say... The little dogs come from. Oh, no wonder it's so hot. Well, the temperature's due to our depth, not our latitude. What? Because we're approaching the Earth's core? Not quite. No? Oh, it's like an oven, though. Whenabouts are we? Past or future? Well, as far as you're concerned, the present. Give or take a few years. So what are we doing here? You're full of questions today, Flip. Well, aren't I normally? We didn't arrive by accident, did we? No. The TARDIS detected some exotic particles 
Uncharacteristic of this planet. Uncharacteristic? You mean they're alien? Extraterrestrial. Alien is a relative term. Oh, that explains that look in your eye. What look? That I found a mystery look. You love it. Well, I, I admit to taking a certain degree of satisfaction in the pursuit of knowledge. Oh, what? Doctor! Hey! The wall! Something's coming out! Yes. It seems we have company. What? Aha! You have the quizzical look of a man who's wondering what we're doing here. If you could say that. Dylan, what is it? Are you all right? I'm fine. But you've got to see this for yourself. Because I'm not going to believe it. Flip, they don't appear to be armed, but be careful. Will do. So, what have you got to say? Oh, my. Hello. Hiya. How the hell did you get down here? Uh, we're, um... Uh, uh, yes, tourists. At uh, sightseeing. Seeing the sights. Yeah, and we got lost. Hopelessly misplaced ourselves. And we fell down at a hole. Whoops, a daisy. Then we got uh, lost again. No sense of direction. And we ended up here. Right, she said, yes. True story. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Who are they? How many more of you are in there? Answer the question. Who are you? I'm the doctor. This is my friend... Philippa Jackson. But you can call me Flip. And we're clearly no threat. Your turn. Why are you here? We are here as part of a classified speleological research group. Classified speleological research? Hmm? Doctor, what's spele... Study of caves. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Who are you talking? Oh. This is Holly Whitfield, physicist. The belligerent Frenchman is Dylan Argent, expert caver. And the German is Yannick Wolf, exobiologist. An exobiologist. Interesting. And I am Professor Sai Chopra, leader of this expedition. Professor, I think we might be able to come to a mutually beneficial arrangement. What? Pool our resources. After all, we're both looking for the same thing. Alien life. So where would you rather have them? Where we can see them, or between us and the way out? If they caused rockfall. Uh, I take your point. One of us could go back with them. Mm. And who would you nominate, Dylan? We're, We're all essential to the mission. They're all right. They can come with us. But I don't trust them. Mm. I'm not asking you to trust them. I'm asking you to keep an eye on them. Oh, a more sophisticated version of your own detector. Yes, the source of the exotic particles is almost directly beneath us. So, it's just a question of getting down there. What do you think it is, the source? It's impossible to say, unless your friend has any ideas. Me? No, I'm in the dark as you are, quite literally. Tell me, what led you to this mine? A satellite scanning for neutrinos picked up an energy spike. Like nothing anybody had ever seen before. So this source isn't a new development? No, it could have been there forever. But obviously it might have some connection to the disaster. 
What disaster? A hundred years ago, there was an explosion. Only 20 miners made it out alive, the ones working on the upper levels. The rest were crushed or trapped. Their bodies were never recovered. How many were there? (laughs) Over a hundred. But you must know this. I'm afraid we skipped on our research. So you've opened up the mine? We blasted our way into the upper level, and we've been working our way down ever since. How long have you been down here? Two days. Oh... Why? How long have you been down here? Oh, about the same. Two days, yeah. Yeah, the, the same. I see. Well, I've spoken to the others and we've agreed that you can join us. Excellent. On two conditions. Mm-hmm. One, you give us your full cooperation. It will be a pleasure. And condition two. That both of you do exactly as I say. Any disobedience and I'll have you both tied up. And then you'd better just hope that we remember to untie you on our way out. In that case, your word is our command. All right. In five minutes, we're going to make an abseil descent of the northern shaft. Holly, if you could help us set up. Yes, boss. All right, Doctor. What is it? Hmm? What's what? You're not telling them something. Well, you can tell me. The exotic particles are comprised of artron energy. Is that supposed to mean something? Artron energy is usually only found within the brain of a Time Lord or a TARDIS. So, this thing everyone's looking for... It's probably a Time Lord. Yes. That's good news, isn't it? One of your people. So one would hope. But I can think of several likely candidates with whom I have no great desire to be reacquainted. Oh, coming down! Watch out below! Use the brake bar! You're going far too fast! I'll be the judge of that, mate! Doctor, is your friend always so reckless? Oh, always. It's one of her most likable qualities. She reminds me of myself when I was in my early 500s. Careful! You're nearly there. Three meters. Two meters. Whoa! That was awesome! I get why you do this caving, Lark. It's no Lark. All right, Yannick, your turn. Oh, blimey. It's like a tropical rainforest down here. Yes, must be nearly 100% humidity. (laughs) Yannick, slow down, for heaven's sake. Yannick, are you all right? Stupid descent, I didn't grip. The rope's soaking wet, it was slipping right through the bobbin. Well, we'll have to bear that in mind on the way back. Right, which way? Uh, One of those two tunnels, that way or that way. Oh, no. Well, what is it? One of the miners. Yeah. Well, there are more over here. A dozen, at least. All right, Yannick, Holly, we were expecting this. We all knew what we were going to find, so let's keep it together. <sighs> but they're just skeletons. Well, it has been a hundred years. Yeah, but they're not buried. Which means they didn't die in a rockfall. And there's air down here, so they weren't asphyxiated. And they could gather condensation to drink. The tunnel walls down here are dripping wet. So they starved to death. Mm. More likely the heat got them first. Stuck down here in the dark. Mm. I wonder if they thought they would be rescued, or whether they just gave up. I told you to keep it together. Right. Two tunnels. We split into two groups. Yannick, Dylan, you take that one. Holly, Dr. Flip with me. Okay, boss. Back here in 15 minutes and no disappearing acts. That's an order. Uh, 
And this must have been one of the last tunnels to be excavated. How can you possibly know that? The salt seam has only been partially mined. Maybe they gave up because of the heat. Maybe. Your friend seems right at home. Yeah. This is a normal day out for us. What about you? Spend a lot of time down abandoned mines? <laughs> Not really. I spent the last ten years as a lab monkey at Caldec. Then this job came up and I put my name forward. You volunteered? Oh, if, if we do find something down here, this could be my big break. A new form of energy. Alien artefacts. Hello. What are you doing? That's blue halite. I told my daughter I'd bring her back a present. You have a daughter? Yes, Chloe. Two years old. It's her birthday party next week. We delayed it until I could be there. Well, when they're that age, they don't notice. Sorry. Are you alright? I'm fine, I'm fine. She must be very proud of her mum. Going off exploring. I don't think she really understands. No, but she will. Oh my. What is that? Looks like a giant metal golf ball that's been smashed into pieces. Indeed. The miners must have uncovered it during their excavations. So they abandoned their lamps. They must have left in a hurry. This... This is incredible. It's fantastic. We have to record this. Every detail. I've never seen metal like that before, Doctor. Well, you wouldn't have because you're looking at the remains of an alien spaceship. And I'll tell you something else. What? It's not the source of the exotic particles. This place is like a maze. None of this area is on the map. It must have been excavated before the disaster. (sighs) Looks like we've come to a dead end. In more ways than one. Poor fellows. They must have been killed when the roof caved in. No. No? These stones, they are loose. They could have dug themselves free. Meaning? Meaning they were dead before the roof caved in. Well, there's no way through. Maybe we should try one of these other tunnels. Yeah, you're right. No. Wait. There's something in here. Right. This isn't the source of the particles. You mean we found an alien spacecraft by coincidence? No, but you're missing something very obvious. What? But that a hundred years ago, the miners dug up the remains of a spacecraft that had lain undisturbed for a million years. Yeah, but look at it. It's like an eggshell. So? So if you're breaking into an egg, the bits go on the inside. These bits are on the outside. Something broke out. Yes. When they dug it up, there was something inside. Something that was very much alive. We should get back to the northern shaft. Yannick and Dylan should be there by now. But this this is what we... You can take all the photos you like later. Come on. One more. We should go back. Not yet. 
I'm nearly through. It would be quicker if you helped. All right, all right. Now, will you look at that? It's like a fairy grotto. Those crystals. It's like the Nike caves the size of Grand Central Station. This, this is one for the record books. <sighs> what the hell's going on? Why didn't the you... The found us a cave. Oh, selenite beans. It's impressive, I'll give you that. And that's not all. It's where those particles are coming from. Yes. What about the temperature? Uh, 40 degrees. We'll be all right so long as we don't stay in there too long. Then let's take a closer look, shall we? No! Watch your step, everyone. These crystals are like ice. If only they were as cold as ice. Doctor, the crystals are glowing. Beautiful, isn't it? Some quality of phosphorescence. Or gamma radiation. Good point. Holly, can you... Already ahead of you. Radiation levels are above average, but within safety margins. Hey! I, I think we found your source. Over here. Uh, what is it? Your guess is as good as mine. Some kind of creature. It's trapped in the crystal like a fly in amber. A More like an octopus. Or a robot. It's made of the same metal as the spaceship. S spaceship? Yeah, this is its pilot. Cyborg. Half organic, half machine. Have you seen anything like it before? No, not that I recall. And it would certainly stick in the mind. Seven legs. Telescopic metaphors and razor teeth. Don't touch it! That's all right. Crystal is quite solid. If it is crystal. What do you mean, if? No. It's ice. Ice? In this heat? Uh, vortex ice. Uh, crystalline stasis. Doctor, nobody knows what you're talking about. Frozen chunks of time. <laughs> time? Time. Solid time. Projections of four-dimensional space within the ice. The passage of time is brought to a standstill. Like cryogenics? Uh, broadly speaking, yes. But more accurately speaking, no. And this thing is giving off the particles? No, no, no. But it's somewhere in here. Okay. Dylan, with me. Holly, Yannick, you go with them. Oh, I'd like to examine the specimen, if I may. It's alien life. All right. But everyone, stay within sight, and the moment I say we leave, we leave. The clock is ticking. Well? A dead end. Another rockfall. I don't think there's any way through. But there was a way through before. Second cave. Mm, there might be, but uh, we'd have to cut through the crystals. Uh, if that's even possible. You don't actually believe the doctor. Frozen time? Well, in the last hour, I've met two people wandering around a tunnel that's taken us two days to reach. I've seen a cave of giant crystals, the remains of an alien spaceship, and its pilot. Right now, I'll believe anything. Well, believe me when I say that if we stay here much longer, we run a serious risk of heatstroke. Point taken. Let's find the others. This way. Getting very close. Five meters. Four meters. Three. Oh my. Well, 
You did say you thought it might be a time lord. Yes, but not that one, not him. What, what are you talking about? What on earth? But, but that's you. Yes. You. In the crystal. In, as you so accurately observe, the crystal. What is this, some sort of joke? No joke. It's not just me. Look. Oh, no. That's me. I'm sorry. But that's me, frozen in that thing. Me as I am now. I'm even wearing the same clothes. Yes. The inimitable Philippa Jackson. What are they? Copies? No, they're us. Or rather, they will be. What? They are our future selves. At some point in our personal timelines, Flip and I will end up entombed in vortex ice. How can you be so sure? Well, do you remember being trapped in this ice? No, but I... Then it must be something that hasn't happened yet, mustn't it? Yeah, but how can you be sure it will happen? Because we found ourselves in the ice. Therefore it has happened. Therefore it will happen. Therefore it must happen. Must? Don't we get a choice in the matter? This is our destiny. It has now been written. If we try to avoid our fate, the resulting paradox will be calamitous. Yeah, but actually though, would anyone care? I'd care! And so would half this galaxy when the other half suddenly went missing. Right then. Say these are our future selves. Are they dead? No. No, I don't think so. Merely frozen in an instant. Then we have to get them out. Because I don't know about you, but I don't much fancy being stuck in a block of ice for all eternity. All right. Time to leave. One hour cool down, then you can come back and... What? What is it? We found our source. Oh. I see. Well, that makes about as much sense as anything else around here. Okay, you two. You've got some explaining to do. Your time travels. Yeah, yes. Our vehicle is not far from where you found us. We'd only just arrived, you see. So where are you from, originally? Well, uh, I'm from Gallifrey, constellation of Casterborus. I'm from Thamesmead, East London. It's near Woolwich. Casterborus is just to the left of Calm. You can't miss it. So you're an alien from another planet? Very much so. So the exotic particles we've been looking for, they're coming from you. I mean, future you. Yes. It's a form of Time Lord distress call. Which we picked up and answered. Does that even make sense? Well, it does raise some fascinating ontological issues regarding the nature of cause and effect. Oh, oh, what? what the? Sorry, that was me. I was just getting water and tripped over one of the fans. Try not to get yourself killed if you can help it. Yeah. All right, Doctor, what do you know about the other thing, the, the cyborg? I'm afraid I can't help you. I've never seen it before. This is all in my future, you see. Evidently, my friend and I will come to this mine a hundred years ago and end up entombed. But beyond that, I'm afraid your guess is as good as mine. Can we get them out of the ice, your, your future selves? Yeah, I'll be wondering about that. 
If we cause the temporal field to collapse, it should be possible. And you can do that? That thing you just said? With the professor's permission... Just do it. Okay, break over, we can go... Wait, where's Holly? She was here. And the girl flipped. Where is she? Yourself. You make it sound all egotistical, though. <laughs> look at my hair. It's all fluffy at the back. Do I really look like that? Flip, can I ask you something? What? Earlier, when I mentioned my daughter, you acted like you knew something. No, I didn't. I, I don't. But I... you're a time traveller. Well, that doesn't mean I know what's going to happen. No? No, I, I don't know any more than you do. I, I don't know how I end up trapped in the ice. Oh, whoa. What is it? A drop of cold water. It went right down my back. Flip, what do you know about vortex ice? Not much. Why? Because it seems to be melting. You're right. The crystal with me in it. It's cracking. Wait here. What? Why? No, I'm just going to go and get the others. No, please. I... Don't worry. I'll only be a second. I'm sorry. I had to do it. If I've told Flip not to wander off once, I've told her a thousand times. What the hell? That was Holly. (laughs) Holly! Holly! Shut up! wolf to fall on us. She must be here somewhere. Uh Careful. These crystals are slippery. They're not just slippery, they're wet. Oh no. What, Doctor? Our presence here must have collapsed the temporal field. The vortex crystals are melting. Melting? Meaning that the frozen time will soon be thawed. Over here. Careful. What is it? Uh, Oh, no. That's not Holly. Oh, I'm afraid it is. But... Or what's left of her. Oh, but that's just a skeleton. Yes. Something has absorbed all the living tissue. Something? Professor! Look! The cyborg! It's gone! The the crystal must have weakened. It it broke free. And now it's somewhere in here with us. We woke it up. Yes. And it woke up hungry. And it's between us and Flip. If she's even still alive. Keep back, Sai, Dylan, Yannick. I think... I think I can understand what it's saying. It's talking? Yes. And... Oh, dear. It thinks I'm the one who trapped it here. And now it wants me dead.
am I? Oh, my head. Careful. Just take it easy. Uh, everything's all blurry and I can't move. My arms, they're full of pins and needles. Don't worry, you'll feel better in a few minutes. What? You. You're me. Yes, I am. And you're me, or you will be. What? Will be? What does that mean? Well, it's a bit complicated, but basically, I'm your future self. Kill us too if we don't find some way to defeat it. So, what's the plan? We can't let it get out. Imagine what would happen if it reached the surface. So, we have to blow up the mine. What? We have to blow up the mine. I like what you said. It's just with us in it. There's no one else left alive. The TARDIS is down that tunnel. We leave the cyborg buried, just as it was before those poor miners disturbed it. One, two, three... Doctor! The roof's caving in! Yes! The mine is sealed. Oh, no. Oh. Seems the cyborg is still alive. And between us and the TARDIS. You might as well give up. Out, so kill us if you like, but it won't do you any good. Doctor, that might not be the most brilliant bluff in the world. Oh, oh. that is so gross. What's it doing? Well, it's secreting some sort of... Oh, no. Oh, vortex ice. What? It must be some sort of defence mechanism. It's filled up the tunnel leading to the TARDIS. Yes, it deliberately cut off our only means of escape. So what do we do now, Doctor? I'm thinking... Whatever you do, don't touch the ice. Why? What'll happen? It'll crystallise around you, freeze you in time. Look! Oh no, it's flooding the whole cave. Come up here, take my hand. That's it. Here we are. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, it seems I was right. Uh, the creature is freezing itself. A form of self-induced temporal stasis. I don't even know what that means. And I'm not... Oh! Doctor. What? The ice. It's got my foot. Can you pull it free? You think I haven't tried? Yes, of course. That's our only chance. Doctor, oh. what are you doing? Oh, two can play at that game. Oh, no. My leg's gone all crystally. Don't worry. You'll be fine, I promise. I have a plan. Well, could you explain it really quickly? It's up to my waist. You have to trust me. Uh, it's just a matter of, of, of 
Time! Doctor, I can't... I... The inimitable Philippa Jackson. What are they? Copies? This is our destiny. It has now been written. Well, that makes about as much sense as anything else around here. an alien cyborg thing. Don't worry, it'll all come back. It's just short-term memory loss. Well, how do you know? Because I'm you. For me, this is the second time around. And if I remember things right, we just have to wait. I'm sorry. I don't remember trapping you here. My future! I haven't actually done it yet. So if you kill me now, how can I... Ah, I, I see your point. I can't believe he's trying to reason with it. I say, leave him to it. Then what's stopping you, Yannick? Hey, if it's Artron energy you're after, then... Try this! Ah! What good is throwing your gadget at it going to do? Give it a moment. You've killed it. I'm afraid not. I've barely stunned it. And it's going to be even more annoyed with me when it recovers. But then let's get out of here. Hold on. Wait. Who's the doctor's friend? Flip! Over here! Doctor! Doctor! There are two of them. The other one is from the ice. Quick, before the cyborg wakes up. Ah. Doctor! Would you mind telling me what's going on? Who are these people and why are they two of me? Well, you don't remember? I think this thing's waking up quick! Uh, uh, hey, there's no need to yank my arm. Dylan, watch out! Dylan! There's nothing we can do! Skeletony! In a flash! How could it do that? I'll explain later. Let's just get out of here while we can! It's too late for regrets. We have to concentrate on staying alive. That's easy for you to say. Yannick, we don't have time. I need you to get everything ready for an ascent. Right. Doctor, the cyborg, it isn't following us. No, it must need to prioritise feeding over hunting. So how long have we got? However long it takes for it to absorb all the molecular energy from its um, breakfast. Not long. Now, would someone please tell me what's going on? One minute I'm stuck in ice, the next this? Doctor, if this girl's from the future, 
Why don't you just ask her how we get out of this? I can't. It would violate the rule of cause and effect. I have a right to know if Yannick and I get out of this alive. Well, you will if we get back to the TARDIS. The TARDIS? My time machine. Once we're there, I can deal with the cyborg. Okay. That sounds like something resembling a plan. Good. Yannick, how are you doing with the robes? Yannick? Yannick! He's gone. What? What is up the rope? He's not hanging about. Yannick! <sighs> he won't get far. Okay, two robes. How should we do this? Doctor, you and one of the flips next. No, you should go. Doctor, I'm in charge of this expedition. Oh, what's left of it? There's no time to argue, Professor. You're going next. Flip! Which one are you? Oh, it doesn't matter. Quick, put on the belt and buckle yourself to the ascender. Got it. Uh, How does it work? Well, it's quite simple. You move this up the rope. Lock, pull yourself up, move this up, lock. Unlock this and repeat. Oh, it sounds complicated. Sorry, I've never done this before. I'll be right beside you. I'll talk you through it. Okay. Uh, then up you go. There. Uh, uh, And lock. Which one? Yeah. Oh, got yes. It, got it. And unlock. Okay, Professor, your turn. Very well, Doctor. See you up there. Yep. For one minute. Flip. Which one are you? What? You're the, the one who came down with us or the, the one from the ice? Oh, um, the one from the ice. Oh. Why? Because I want to ask your future self why she just let two of my friends die. I'm not sure she did. But she's already been through all this, hasn't she? She knows what's going to happen, so she could have saved them. I don't think it works like that. No? No. I think maybe she had no choice, because she has to make sure things happen the way they did before. For her, I mean. Once something's been done, you can't undo it, no matter how much you want to. Come on, hurry up! Can't we just go after them? Only two ascenders. The rest of our equipment's in the cave with the spaceship. Spaceship? What spaceship? Flip, what's the last thing you remember? I don't know. I remember us getting out of the TARDIS, but nothing after that. Oh, of course. Short-term memory loss from exposure to vortex ice. That's what she said when I woke up. Yes, well, sorry, who told you that? The other me. The future me. Oh, no, 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 Flip, you're confused. You were in the Vortex Ice, so you're the one from the future. Uh, no, I'm not. She is. The one up there, dangling. Then as far as she's concerned, this is all the second time around. <gasps> ah! Us. That thing is 
above us. We'll have to do an emergency descent. What? Use the ascent as a break. It'll slow you down. Okay. And then there was one. That cyborg thing's up there. But how? There must be another way through. Watch out! Oh. Are you all right? Yeah, I think so, but... Oh! Sai! Oh! My leg. Not broken. Uh. I live. Uh. Oh, he's but why not kill us? Because there's more to eat on the surface. And we are... Oh, trapped. No. If he got up there, so can we. One of these tunnels must lead to an upper level. But which one? Ah, oh, well, your guess is as good as mine. No, wait. What? The flip from the future. She would know which tunnel to take. Well, don't look at me. I'm not the future one. It's all right. You can stop pretending. I know. Know what? I was wrong. The flip frozen in the ice wasn't from the future. This is the first time she's been through this. Exactly. And it's the sort of thing I'd remember. Whereas the flip I arrived with knows exactly what's going to happen. I do, but I can't tell you. I'm sorry. Well, that's useful. Well, maybe not. But you have to ensure that events occur as they did the first time around. So, which tunnel did we take then? That one. Huh. We went that way. Then that's the way we shall go. Past Flip, I hope you're paying attention, because I'll be asking questions later. Wait here, I'll check ahead. Flip? Yeah? You come with me, the other one stay with the professor. Right, okay. We'll be back in a few minutes, and careful, it's very slippery. Woo, woo! I did tell you. Yes, all right, I'll remember for next time. So you're the future one. Everything that's happened, you've known was going to happen. And let it happen. Look, what could I have done? Big, giant robot octopus? You could have done something. Don't you think I wish that? Holly was telling me about her daughter. Next week it's her birthday. What about me? What? Come on, tell me. Do I get out of this alive? I can't. Can't or won't? Even if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. Try me. All right, yeah. You survive. You get out of this, okay? You're lying. I said you wouldn't believe me. What was that? What? Something behind us, down the tunnel. Probably just a small rock fall. Or the cyborg. They're coming back, Doctor. All right, there's a way up to the next level ahead. Then let's get a move on, shall we? Because if that thing is coming after us, I don't fancy hanging around. Oh, which way now? Um, the TARDIS is this way, I think. No, uh, this way? Are you sure? Yeah, because all these tunnels are really memorable and different looking. Right. Other flip. Yeah? Look around you. You'll need to remember this. My what? Look around you. Try to find something memorable. What? Like that spade? Yes. I remember this bit now. I've seen that spade before. Yes. It's this way. Definitely. <sighs> Professor? I'm right behind you. It's easier if I keep moving. Ah. Oh, do you want some help? No. I'm fine. You've done enough. I'm sorry. I don't see what good apologising would do. I didn't want any of this. 
This wasn't my idea. Then what are you saying sorry for? Because earlier, he was right. I was lying to you. Oh, marvellous. A dead end? I thought you said this was the way out. I didn't say that. Oh, you must have misremembered. Please try to concentrate. I didn't misremember, Doctor. No, she's brought us here so that something can happen to me. Well, I'm not going to stand around and get killed. That is not going to happen. This time, it's going to be different. I'm afraid it's not. Whatever it is, it can happen to you. I'm not... I knew it would happen. And I couldn't stop it. What? This was all your fault? You don't need to get all shirty with me. I had to bring us here. Oh, you had to, did you? You had to let Professor Sai die? Yes. Because that's how it happened before, don't you see? Oh, part of the sequence of events that resulted in us getting out of this alive. Change one thing, one tiny detail, and you'll jeopardise the whole future timeline. But we're trapped. There is literally no way out. I'm dead, you're dead, she's dead, we're all dead. Yes, I must confess, the situation does look rather bleak. Not quite. Oh, Ah, that's it. Take a big sniff. Ooh, lots of lovely Artron energy. Here, boy. Here. Come on. Come on, boy. That's it. Get it while it's hot. Come along now. Come on. Whoa! What's it doing? The Artron emissions from the TARDIS is like catnip. Catnip? This is exactly what I'd intended to do when we got back to the TARDIS. Yeah, but you already have done. Sorry? The doctor in there, he's your past self. The one that was in the ice. Well, then if I've done all this before, why don't I remember it? I'll explain later. Uh, hello, uh, everyone. Sorry to interrupt. Not at all, Doctor. I must say, though, you cut it rather fine. Well, I came as fast as I could. Once I was thawed out, it took a while to find your TARDIS. My TARDIS? Yes. Hope you don't mind me borrowing it, Only Mine is, um, <clears throat> unavailable. Oh, I remember now. The tunnel. It was all Vortex ice. I said it would come back to you. But it hasn't come back to me. Sorry, but how did you even find my TARDIS? With this. I found it in the cave where I was defrosted. Serves as a rather useful TARDIS sniffer-outer. Oh. Well, I'd rather like that back if it's all the same to you. Here. Catch. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'd better head off before this fellow wakes up. Um, which one of you is my flip? I'm not your flip. I'm not anyone's. All right, all right. Which one of you was frozen in the vortex ice? Me. Then you come with me. Fine, fine. It was nice meeting you, future me. Look forward to doing this again. Not. It was nice meeting you too. Take care of yourself, or I won't be here to tell you this. Uh, Excuse me. I think you have some explaining to do first. Well, don't you remember all this? No, I don't. 
Oh, well, ask your Fripp. I'm sure she'll fill you in. You know what I'm like with explanations. But that's my TARDIS. You can't just fly off in it. Oh, can't I? Well, he has to be the most rude, incorrigible... Here's you. ...handsome, intelligent and perceptive person I have ever met. They're off. Taking the cyborg with them. Well, I've always wondered what it felt like when I came to the rescue. Now, you heard my former self. You have some explaining to do. All right. Well, it all began when we landed in this mine, where the miners had just dug up an alien spaceship. No, no, not that. What I want to know is where have those two just gone? Good. It's still out cold. It travelled with us? Yes, the TARDIS wasn't keen, but I insisted. So where are we? Wait, this is the cave where we first landed. Look behind you. Another TARDIS? <laughs> My TARDIS. The one we arrived in. So now we can return the other to its original owner. Hey, presto. Wait a minute. You did not just set up the TARDIS to vanish when you say hey, presto. No. So, the Doctor sent the other TARDIS back. Back? To where? Back to its original owner, you said. Uh, Wait, what's that? My TARDIS! You remember my former self sending the TARDIS to my future self. Here, now. All right, yeah, if you say so. But the cyborg that was clinging to the outside, what happened to it? Oh, when the TARDIS took off, it left it behind. So what do we do? Just leave it here? Oh, for it to cause more death and mayhem... No, Flip. You asked me where we were, but a more pertinent question might be when. When? Listen. Three. That's you, blowing up the mine. Yes. Bang on cue. And any second... Oh, no. Oh. Seems the cyborg is still alive. And between us and the TARDIS. That's us. That's... Our former selves, yes. About to become entombed in vortex ice. I don't get it. Why have we come back here? Think about what happened next. Oh, I remember. The cyborg filled the tunnel leading to the TARDIS with vortex ice. Yes. This tunnel? The tunnel we're standing in right now? into the cave and the cyborg was covered in it. Trapping it in the vortex ice, it had itself secreted. 
Hoist by its own petard. Yeah, you said that before. So oh. anyway, all this sloshy ice stuff was sloshing in. Quickly, Flip, into the TARDIS. Oh, locked! I haven't got a key. No, hold on, it's in one of my pockets. Uh, this is no time for you to have one of your pockets moments. Uh, oh, here. Uh, now, inside. Uh, ah! Doctor, ah! What ah, is it? Flip, quick! Ah! Oh! Mm. The doors! Got it! Oh! oh. What happened? Ah, got splashed by some vortex ice. What? So you're going to be all crystallised again? Uh, no, not this time. Unlike our friend outside. Ooh. The cyborg thing's all encased in ice. Yes, hoist by its own petard. We're taking off. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Vitally important to complete the circle. Now, listen, Flip. I need you to do something for me. What? The vortex ice. I'm going to lose my short-term memory. I won't remember any of this, and you must not tell me. Why not? The TARDIS will land back in the mine. Everything has to happen as it did before. Before? What do you mean? We'll make sure you and the Doctor end up where I came to rescue you. But you cannot tell him. Pretend not to know. Hang on, though. But why? Promise me, events must unfold as they did before. Change one thing, one tiny detail. I know. Uh, I promise, I promise. One more thing. You can't save anyone. What? Sigh, Holly, Dylan and Yannick. You have to let them die. I have to let them die? You can't ask me to do that. I'm sorry. No, it's not fair. I'm sorry, Flip, but you... Don't you crop out on me like that. Doctor? Doctor! What do I do now? So I was stuck in the TARDIS while you were in some sort of coma thing with your face all frosty. That went on for a couple of hours. So I went to my room for a nap. Then, when I got up, you were full of beans, ready to explore the cave we just landed in. Ah, a cave. No, no, these walls have been excavated. A mine. We're underground. And, well, you know the rest. Yes. I dare say it'll all come back to me in the fullness of time. Thank you, Flip. For what? For completing the circle. Doctor, they were good people and I had to let them die. You didn't have any choice. That didn't make it any easier. Yes, I know. No, you don't. You have no idea what it's like. I have some. Whatever fate ordains, danger or hurt, or death predestined, nothing can avert. It is the curse of the time traveller to know there are lives you cannot save, injustices you cannot prevent. Once the die has been cast, the die has been cast, irrevocably and forevermore. This is what it's like for you all the time. I'd like to be able to say you get used to it. But even after all these centuries, I haven't. I can't make it up to you. I 
can't make it right. But I can say thank you. Go on then. How? By showing you the reason why I keep going. By showing you that life goes on and that the universe is full of joy and wonder and sights beyond your wildest imaginings. I know. I'll take you to... Bab, how's it going down there? It's got a bit quiet. I think I've made a breakthrough, actually. It's... No! Great work not coming along too well. I'm burning! Look lively. Oh, my legs aren't as long as yours. Yeah, but you have the advantage of youth. Now stop dawdling. It's almost dusk. We don't want to be late. Then why didn't you park the TARDIS closer or earlier so we didn't have to rush? Park her? Oh, she's not an Austin princess. TARDIS is a ship of immense power and delicacy. She has to be coaxed into normal space-time by a pilot of the greatest skill. You can't just pull in by the arena on a single yellow. A what, princess? Oh, I'll tell you later. Now, hurry up. The show starts in three hours. Three hours? Well, what's the rush? Well, we want to eat first, won't we? Well, can't we just flag down one of these flying cars? Do you know how to flag down a festin air car? No, but I thought you might.
Load key recognised. Welcome back, worker Hallis. Where may I take you? Just up and home, please. Manual control will be required. This city sector is currently off circuit. I know, we've just been sweating blood to get it updated. It'll be back on the circuit at midnight. Safety harness in place. Door closing. Manual control. Martyrdom tonight. But don't worry if it's not slowing. Bab, are you all right in there? Sweet founders. Try not to panic. I'll get help. Stay up, Doctor. They've no rockets or anything. Oh, well observed, Flip. As it happens, what keeps them up is the reason we're here. Well, I thought we was here for a show. Oh, that's right. The martyrdom of Baran Selan. Under the stars, in the grand arena of Festin City. But the opera's not the main attraction. An opera? Is it all singing because I'm not great with musicals, Doctor? I only really like them when a big chandelier or a helicopter comes down. Ah, there'll be something rather more impressive than that tonight. So what's it got to do with flying cars? Are they going to fly one in? The cars are levitated electromagnetically, Flip. This planet has an exceptionally strong magnetic field, which the locals have rather cleverly exploited. The skies of Festin are a constantly shifting lattice of projected energy roadways. If you say so. But that strong magnetic field is what causes glorious light shows when charged particles enter the upper atmosphere. Like the Northern Lights? Mm. A lot like the Northern Lights, yes. Mm. However, unlike the Aurora Borealis on Earth, these lights stretch far across the globe, snaking swirls of yellow and red and green. So, we're going to see a musical outdoors and the sky will light up? Yes. Oh, well, I do hope the food's good. We can eat festive food, can't we? Oh, yes. We're biologically quite compatible. So we can eat pies? Oh, good. Entering governed airway circuit. Automatic navigation available. Handing over. Any messages? No new contacts. No assignments? Your labour bank is empty. <sighs> Any news highlights? A fresh nihilist incident has occurred on the southeastern seaboard. Enforcement has the area secured, but emergency responders report some loss of life. Not again. Set me down, car. There, by the bridge. I need some air. Descending. That star coming up, Flip. Which one? Uh, the slightly orange one, low down by those towers. Oh, the dull one. Got it. Yeah, well, that's Quitonus, this system's nearest neighbour. It's around two light days away. Light days? Yes. It's a subdivision of light years. Don't pretend you don't know. That star exploded one and a half days ago. But we can still see it. Yes, because the light from it exploding hasn't got here yet. 
but tonight it will. As we sit in that arena, energy from its death will bombard the ionosphere. There'll be a globe-spanning aurora more dramatic than any Festin's ever seen, and thanks to time travel, we'll be the only ones expecting it. No one here knows it's about to explode? No! But they're so advanced. This city, those cars. I just thought they'd have sensors or something. Oh, no. From what I gather, the Festins don't have a passion for space research. Well, perhaps this'll spur an interest. You must have seen stuff like this before, though. Oh, yes, once or twice. But never with a whole theatre audience. And never through your eyes, Flip. You want me to feel like you, don't you? One step ahead of the crowd. Oh, what's wrong with that? Hey, there's an air car parked by the bridge. Let's see if we can sweet-talk the driver into giving us a lift. What? Were you good at sweet-talking aliens? Must be. I travel with you, don't I? This call unit is currently inoperable. Excessive electromagnetic background. Please keep away from me. Mister? Hello, mister. Um, is that your car there? Oh sorry, what? Yeah. Nice. I was going to say wheels, but it hasn't got wheels, has it? No. Well, nice whatever it does, though, definitely. Um, I'm Flip. Oh. Pleased to meet you. That's a funny name, Oh. <laughs> I know I can talk, being called Flip. Oh, my name's not O, it's Hallis. Oh. So, what are you doing, Hallis? Nothing. So I'm not interrupting anything? You're a strange one, aren't you? Oh, thanks. Why can't I read you? I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong language. So, this nothing you're doing, is it any particular kind of nothing? <laughs> no. I was just standing on the bridge here thinking, looking at the river, watching the sunset. Oh, good. Because there was this man my mum knew, long time ago. He went thinking by the river once. You weren't thinking bad stuff, was you? Hello. I see you met my friend Flip. I'm the doctor, and we were Not wondering now, doctor. Whether... Are you OK, Hannes? Me? Of course. I just had a hard day. Needed to compose myself. I saw my thoughts out. Well, you're a physician. You'll understand. Uh, regrettably, I'm not that kind of doctor. Tell me. It's just stuff, the usual. Well, to start with, I've just finished a job, and that's always hard, a team breaking up. Well, what do you do? Airway projection. We weave the roads up there. But you engineer all that? Oh, quite a feat. Tell me, the field fluctuations... Oh, I'm not an elite. I'm on the practical side. Oh getting the projector arrays set up. You said to start with, so that's not the only thing bothering you? No, the worry is where the next job's coming from. The Cortex has stopped offering work, hasn't it? Nothing for labourers like me. Don't know what I'm doing next. Well, something will come up. A city this size must need constant repairs. <laughs> oh, it does. All the time now. And that's the other thing, the one that made me come here. I heard there'd been another nihilist attack. They seem to be all the time now. It gets to you, doesn't it? So, you just wanted to take a bit of time out, watch the sunset? Mm, I guess. I needed to look at something beautiful. Oh, Hallis. If you think that sunset's impressive, oh, just you wait. 
I can promise you fireworks very soon that will take your breath away. Someone in there, a, a, a woman, I think. It's a nihilist attack, it must be. Energy discharges must have blown the generator. You've got to rescue that woman. A flip? You can't just go charging in, the building's not safe. Oh, Doctor, oh, you oh. stay with me. Well, get off me. It'll just be one family, leave it to the response team. Well, that's hardly the point. Flip! Oh, she's in there now. I'll probably have to rescue her too. Alice, quickly. Can we get to that top window with your air car? Uh, don't think so. It'd need a pulse link. With all that sparking, I'm not sure it'll be stable. Well, there must be some way. Well, we could try left plates. Left plates? Floating work cradles. We use them at heights. If we commandeered three or four, they could help shore the building up. Perfect. Where can we find some? At my workplace. Well, is it far? Not by air car. Come on, then. Strap yourself in, Doctor. I just need to start us up. Ah, uh, let's see. So it uh, buckles here. Load key recognised. Welcome back, worker Hallis. Where may I take you? Your car key's in your neck. Just up. It's an emergency. I need to fly manual. Safety harness in place. Door closing. Manual control. Is, I can help. What the heck? All right, maybe I exaggerated. Get down! Oh. Ah. Oh. 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 Are you hurt? I'm just winded. <laughs> if you hadn't knocked me behind this sofa, I'd be in a far worse state. Oh. Oh. Not sure it will last much longer. What is that thing? It used to be my partner. Well, I can see why you split up. Oh. She wasn't like this before. She was normal. Ah! Oh. What's your name? Kerala. Okay, mine's Flip. Is there anyone else here? No, no, this tower's just ours. We hoped maybe one day we... Okay, we need to get you out of here fast, Kerala. The fumes off this aren't good. Can we get back to the stairs? No, we'll be toasted. If we can get to another window, we could draw attention outside. Okay, good thinking. I've got a friend below. We need somewhere we can defend, somewhere with a solid door that won't burn quick. There is one place. Well, can we get there? We'll have to get past Bav. It's at the other side of the building. Okay, we need to draw her fire. Grab any cushions you can safely reach. How far is it now? I don't like to think of Flip in that building. Not long. Forgive me, Hallis. I thought you'd switched off that autopilot thing to be more direct. I did. Only judging by that 3D map display... We're taking quite a curious route. Just following the airways? Yes, they're more circuitous than I'd imagined. All ups, downs and odd curly cues. Well, can't you just make your own way? No, I can only punch short pulse links with this unit. It's not one of your elite cars with a big battery. <laughs> Let's look at that map thing. See if I can't work out a shortcut. Now, if you show me where we're headed, I'm sure... Oh, Doctor? Just the strangest feeling. 
deja vu. Occupational hazard when you vooed as much as I have. But something about the arrangement of these roads is familiar. When I count three, we throw these cushions and run for the door, all right? Wouldn't it be easier just to give me a load sign? A what? A load sign. What are you feeling my neck for? You don't have a load, sir. You're not from here, are you? Let's chat about that after, yeah? Aim for the corner. One, two, three. Okay, run! Okay, we made it. Quickly, down the passage. That door won't last. Okay, right behind you. In here. It's a bathroom. Now, this isn't the route to your work, is it, Hallis? I wondered how soon you'd recognise the enforcement block. I don't understand. You can drop the pretense, Doctor. I saw the glee in your eyes when you talked about those fireworks. You're in league with the Nihilists. What? You think I meant that explosion? Well, that wasn't what I was talking about. That was just a coincidence. I was talking about something on a far greater scale. Oh, I've got something bigger planned. Oh, now you're just willfully misunderstanding me. If we'd been behind that explosion, would my friend Flip have run into the building? Hmm? Doesn't make sense. I, I don't think Flip's a nihilist. I think you are. A sympathiser at the very least. Oh, Your class are all the same. My class? My class? What class do you think I am? You're one of the elite, aren't you? So full of yourself you don't even give up a proper load train. Listen, my good man, I am not one of your elite. Where I come from, I'm considered positively plebeian. Well, I'd hate to live there. Forgive me. Much as I'd love to continue with this enthralling debate, there are more pressing matters at hand. I wonder, could I see that car key of yours again? Oh, what are you doing? Get off me! Yes, an odd little node at the back of your neck. If I just apply a little pressure here... No! Ah, the old Chatston nerve pinch never fails. That's right, Hallis, you rest. What kind of a place to hide is a bathroom? With the tiles, it was less likely to catch fire, and there's a lot. I'm sorry, I panicked. No, don't be. It makes sense, kind of. Let's break this window, see if we can get some attention. What can I smash it with? You could use the shower head, the object there with the tube. Yeah, I'm from another planet, but we still have showers. Right, help hold me steady. You've met people from other worlds before, haven't you? Oh, loads. Is this your first? Yes. The first for any festive, I suppose. Oh! 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 I can't see my friend! I can't see anyone much now the sun's setting. I'd half expected a few hunky firemen at the very least. The emergency response units are probably busy in the southeast. There's been something big there. Does this kind of thing happen a lot here? People turning into fire monsters? No, I mean, you hear party chatter, but I always assume the nihilists were disgruntled workers. I thought the stories of people burning were just myths. The worst thing is, I didn't think they could be people like me and Bath. I'm coming down. Hold me steady. Right. Oh. oh, thanks. Take a shortcut, I need to use this pulse link thing. Manual piloting erratic. Please re-engage automation. Shan't. Now, where's that tower? I have to find Flip. There. Oh no. Not 
Tower doesn't look at all stable. What's going on? Get out of my way, air hogs! Ah! Smoking flip. Bath will be in soon. Get in the bath. What? Well, it's shelter. It might insulate us from any electric stuff. And what are you doing? Clogging the sink. Why? Well, I just thought if we can flood the room, we might cool that thing down. Water and fire, they don't get on, do they? Uh, the door's giving. Get in the bath with me. Oh. Well, actually, water and electricity, they don't get on either. And what are you doing with the shower? Following a hunch. Oh, no! Oh. Oh. Here's Sparky. See if this cools you down. You did it, Flip. You saved us. Yeah, I did, didn't I? But I don't think we're safe yet. Don't get out of the bath, Corolla. I see you lot are still on automatic pilot. You're working together to pin me in. Don't you dare try ramming me, you airborne masala. Jump roads. Didn't expect that, did you? Nearly there. Hang on, Flip. What's that? A grappling hook? Contact made with enforcement override. Restraining unsafe pilot. What? Oh! Go on! The seatbelt's very tight! Deploying emergency impact cushioning. Get these airbags off me! I need to get to Flip! Flip! Please, car! Let me get down there. Impact cushioning successfully deployed. Get this thing off my face. I can't breathe. This needs to get Unsafe pilot incapacitated. He's coming round! You can interrogate him now! Step away from cell door. Hammers? Where are we? Where I was trying to take you, the enforcement block. And now these idiots seem to think we're in league! Step away from cell door. Oh, that robot has the same voice as your autopilot. The enforcer? Of course it has. They're both Cortex run. You out there! Police robot! That collapsed tower! There's a good chance my friend Flip was in there. Don't worry, it's elite housing. There'll be response vehicles all over it. Oh, you really do have a chip on your shoulder, don't you, Hallis? Or perhaps in your neck? Don't move too quickly. You're probably a little disorientated. Did I, uh, did I leave the taps on? <laughs> we weren't sure what level of pain relief to administer. Oh, 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 this level is quite good. 
maybe a little bit too quite good. I'm... Where's Corala? I'm here. Oh, good, good. I was worried about you. I took a nasty blow to the head. Did I? When the tower collapsed. It collapsed? Yes. The bath protected us. It made an air pocket? An air pocket? I... We had to be dug out by the response team. So, is this a hospital? It's a treatment centre. They flew us straight here. I wonder, Flip, can you confirm what Citizen Gerson's told me? Citizen... He means me. Gerson is... was my married name. He wants you to say what happened at the tower. Yeah, but who is he? Special Physician Dakim. I'm working with your assessment team. Where's the doctor? She'll be attending other patients. No, my doctor. Please, Flip. Further medical care can wait. First, I'll need your account of the incident. Everything, no matter how strange. Prisoner will submit to interrogation. Oh, please call me doctor. I only go by prisoner in formal settings. Were you involved with the nihilist incident at Parkview Tower? Yes. See? I witnessed it and attempted to get help. That's the total extent of my involvement. He's lying. He knew it was coming. He said there'd be fireworks just before the explosion. Pure coincidence. As you'll soon see. I was actually referring to an incredible aurora that'll light up your skies tonight. A nearby star called Gritonus has just gone over, and it's about to give you quite a show. Of course, if you Festins had the basic curiosity to look up to the heavens, you'd know that already. He's a nihilist! He's making this up! If I were making something up, I'd be a great deal less specific. How do you know this? Well, surely you've examined me. You must realise I'm not of your world. Your physiology is anomalous. Oh, I'm flattered you noticed. Yes, two hearts, convoluted pulmonary system, piercing blue-green eyes... No lump at the nape of my neck. I'm really not from round here. Your nihilists are really no concern of mine. Further analysis required. What's it doing? Why's it gone? It's thinking. Or communicating with whatever does its thinking for it. The cortex. If you say so. I take it the cortex is a computer? It's a city admin net. It assigns employment, runs enforcement, plans, OA parts, everything. Are you really not from Festin? <sighs> As they say, just visiting. And you've no load cell? Your neck bump, no. Well, I assume it's an implant that lets you and the cortex interact. <laughs> not exactly. Because I have a nasty feeling it could be letting more messages in than you're sending out. What do you mean, not exactly? Load cells aren't implanted. They're part of us, always have been. We use them to connect to the cortex now, but they're part of every animal on Festin. Ah. It's how we find our way around and get a sense of each other. They let us feel the world's energies. So did you hear the nihilist creature? Bav. Did you hear it speak at all, Flip? A bit. It wasn't chatty. It mainly sort of roared about destroying things. Then it destroyed things. So it expressed no political, spiritual or philosophical viewpoints? If it did, I didn't hear them. 
It wasn't like it was going around saying I think, therefore I am or anything. It mentioned a, an urge a few times, but that was it. An urge? Yeah, free the urge, stuff like that. That's useful. Is it? Physician Dakeem thinks transformations like Babs are caused by unhealthy thoughts. It seems to be a physical manifestation of a psychological illness. This urge has come up before. It suggests a common origin. Some thought pattern or emotional state that makes excess energy vent from the load cells and triggers cellular combustion. Naturally, that's classified. Why? People worrying they might turn into fire beasts isn't good for anyone. You know, Hallas, something that enforcement robot said was quite revealing. Your cortex knows more than it's telling you. About the nihilists? Oh, no, I'm not even sure they exist. I'd not be surprised if they were an invention of the cortex. <laughs> Why would it do that? I don't know, social control? To create an enemy within and keep you divided has been done before. <laughs> I've a feeling this cortex sets the course of your lives in exactly the way it sets the roots of your air cars. You all feel you're free to follow your own paths, but in reality, you're being nudged along predetermined tracks. I don't believe you. Well, you wouldn't, would you? I expect that's why you've never gone into space. The Cortex can't control the beings you'd meet there. Oh, we've been into space, Doctor. My granddad worked on the rockets before the program stopped. Oh, did he? Did you know why it stopped? Probably got too expensive. Oh, pity. Yeah. The highest an engineer reaches these days is the ionosphere. Hmm. Why the ionosphere? Well, the airways. A lot of the new diversions loop up there. Useful at peak times. What? That's what most of my last jobs have been doing, making sure the force lines project up that far. Oh, no. We need to get out of here, Hallis. Why? Because in just a few hours, the upper levels of your atmosphere will be glowing from pole to pole with supercharged plasma. If you've got airways reaching up into it, that energy could end up coursing through your road network. Millions, maybe billions could die. It'd be like the biggest nihilist attack ever. Yes, one set up by the Cortex. Get out of here, Hallis. Why? Because in just a few hours, the upper levels of your atmosphere will be glowing from pole to pole with supercharged plasma. If you've got airways reaching up into it, that energy could end up coursing through your road network. Millions, maybe billions could die. It'd be like the biggest nihilist attack ever. Yes, one set up by the Cortex. But that'd be monstrous. The loss of life, the Cortex couldn't permit it. Not unless all your little lives matter less to it than some grander design.
News, school, end. May I come in, Dakeem? Citizen Gerson, please. Flips, sleeping again? Possibly the pain relief. Her biochemistry is similar to ours, but without load cells for cortex feedback, it's hard to judge the right dose. All those drugs racked up on shelves behind us, and only a handful we dare to use. That's Bav's muse, isn't it? Yes. It was recovered from the scene. She was writing a libretto on it. I've seen. It's based on a Foundation-era text. The mortification of St. Rassipon. I know it. Self-abnegation, isolation, despair. And triumph. Really? Yes. At the end of Rassipon's trial, no one knows it, but she saved the valley from the flood. I suppose so. So, are you expecting to find the trigger to nihilism in there? It's not like it's Festin's most obscure legend. No. Maybe a trigger, a contributory factor. Nihilism could be related to disturbed emotions, and there is a certain melancholy in this. Yes, but that's in lots of our culture, isn't it? Tonight, before all this, we were going to the opera. The martyrdom of Baran Salan. It's another tragic one. Mm. Even our children's stories have it. Look at the broken toy cart. You don't hear about nurseries full of children turning nihilist? No. Step away from cell door. Finally, there you are. You are free to go. Thank you. I'm grateful you've seen sense, but our first priority is to prevent a disaster. No, you are to remain here. Worker Hallis, you are free to go. Me? What possible justification can you have for detaining me? You are alien. Your motivations are unknown. You may be a danger to Festin society. No, you're the danger to Festin society, Enforcer. Or rather, this cortex you serve is. Your airway layout's like a crazy lightning rod. It could set this whole world alight and, more to the point, you know it. You asked me how I knew about Gwitonus exploding. You didn't ask me why I thought it might. I think that's rather telling, don't you? You will be questioned further. Worker Hallis, you will leave. Hallis, you're an engineer. See if you can put an end to this. You will leave. What can I do, Doctor? I'm just one man. Fine, Flip. She'll help you. You may be just one man, Hallis. But with Flip by your side, you can do anything. Just so long as she's still alive. Koala? Is that you? Flip? You're awake. How are you feeling now? A little sore. I think the anaesthetic must be wearing off. We could get you more. There are shelves full of drugs in that office. No, I think I've had enough. I had the maddest dreams. Stranger than real life. Well, yeah. My mum and Jared ballroom dancing, and Jared hates dancing. He's not watched Strictly since Holly Valance left. Right. Well, come on, we need to find the doctor. I can call for assistance. No, my friend, the doctor. Hello, I'm looking for Flip. I was told she was on this ward. Alice, we were just... Is the doctor with you? I'm afraid not. I wonder... That melancholy... All the self-sacrifice... Laying your life down... What keeps coming up in these texts is our ideals mattering more than we do. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's it. 
Maybe that's the urge. All we are is a vehicle for an idea. <laughs> oh. No. No. It's in me. I'm starting to burn. Step away from cell door. Oh, finally back, are you? Good. Because I have a few things you might want to hear. My people are more powerful than you may imagine, and when they realise that you are... All right, I'm going. Flip! Oh, you're safe. Of course I am. I'm always safe, aren't I? Oh. So Hallis found you? Yeah. He said you were locked up and we had to get you free quick, so I thought I'd come and bust you out. Yes. You do realise busting me out would probably work better as a plan if we weren't now locked up together. No, that's the clever bit. Come over here. There's odd stuff going on here, Doctor. Wrong stuff. I know. Well, there's people called nihilists disrupting things. I know, but they don't exist, do they? No, they do. I met one. They burst into flames and sap electric everywhere. That's what blew the big house up. No, 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 no. no. I'm convinced they're invented by the Festian computer system to keep people in check. They're a convenient fiction. Well, I'm sorry, I've seen one. What? Yes, they seem to be something to do with people getting miserable. Flip, why are you curling up like that? Because it can't be long now. You should too. What can't be long now? (laughs) (laughs) That. It's an air car. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) clever plan, eh? Alice gave me a few minutes to get locked up and get you away from that wall. Then he aimed his car at it. Oh, no. That wreck. Is Hallis in there? Come on, Doctor. We're just out here. Oh, oh, Hallis. How did you do that? Set air cars at manual, filed parcels at the wall and got out quick. Now get down here before the pursuit cars launch. Down. The air car's just here. Jump in before the leak decays! Ready? Here goes! Yeah! Go! Already doing it. Brace yourselves back there. <sighs> oh, the lady from the tower, you got out. My name's Kerala. Flip rescued me. Making a habit of it, ain't I? Uh, you are, rather. But please do try to think now and again before leaping in. My partner had turned nihilist. She changed into a fire monster, Doctor. How does that even work? Well, I don't know. There's a physician called Dekeen working on it at the local treatment centre. It seems to be brought on by an unstable mental state. They say it's when you're weakened emotionally. Who does? People, hear rumours, people on edge. I think this whole society may have been deliberately kept on edge for some time. It's possible these nihilists are the unfortunate few who can't cope. But why? What's the cortex playing at with the airways? Do you mind if I look at this roadmap? Be my guest. Oh, it's like a page from a book. How? It's 3D. Bits move around. Oh, uh, a Time Lord book flip. Their pages reach into dimensions your books can't. Makes it very easy to lose your place. Oh, no. It's like something from an old Time book. From before the cosmos was made stable. What? I think this map's a sigil. And what does that actually mean? It means we're in the middle of something more terrible than you can possibly imagine. We need to get access to the cortex and close down those links to the ionosphere. Could the computers at the treatment centre do that? Well, with some encouragement from me? I hope so. 
no, not a stimulant! The uh, sedative! No! You the war computer's down here. Hallis, hmm? with me. Let's see what we can do. Well, if you think I can help. Oh, these terminals are useless. They link to the patient's minds here. But there's no way I can use them to influence the cortex. Are you sure? Yes. Huh? Well, what, what was that? It sounded like the key. The physician working on nihilism. Well, it came from somewhere over here, I think. No, this way. The office he was in before, I felt it in my load cells. Shall we see? Oh, it's a bit of a state. Pill containers everywhere. It wasn't like this before. Dakeem! Maybe he's over in the shelving racks. Dakeem! (laughs) Yes? Oh no, it's happening again. He's turned nihilist. Run, now! No, I have the urge in check. You're controlling it? How? Medication here dampens the feelings. Oh, not completely. The urge is hard to keep down. The dark on by your left, Citizen Gerson. If I become dangerous, that should control me. Got it. Well, what is the urge, Dakim? Oh, something inside us. Something dormant. Oh, but what triggers it? Is it the cortex? No, the cortex is just a tool. It's depression, isn't it? No, it's elation. A realisation of insignificance. A joyous discovery. You're just a vessel for the urge. Just thinking about it makes me want to destroy. So if it's not the cortex, what is it? It's part of who we are. It's always been in us. We need to destroy the base to serve the ideal, even when the base is ourselves. What about the roads? That signal form. Flip, get back. Ah! Ah! Can't control it. Do it, citizen Jackson. If you're sure! The flames are going out! Oh no! No, no! I think I know why! Oh, oh, I thought so! He put a lethally high dose in the ampoule darts! Why would he do that? Because he was a very brave and selfless man, Flip! Fighting something awful inside him! Self sacrifice runs deep in our culture! He did it to keep us safe! Come on! I need to get back to those computers. Well, I thought the Cortex was manipulating festing behaviour, but that's not it. I think it's obeying orders you don't know you've given it. Deep down, I think you want to be dead. That's ridiculous. Mm, is it? Your load cells are attuned to the planet's magnetic fields. They generate and receive electrical information. They help you orientate yourself and allow limited empathic communication. Obviously. Not to aliens like me and Flip. These cells allow you to act as one entity without even realising. You've probably always been a loose neural network, but since you link through the cortex, that network's become stronger. You've created a 
controlling collective unconscious, this urge. And it wants to die? It seems so. I think you've unwittingly made something that once helped your species survive into something that threatens every one of you. Fine, whatever. How do we stop it? Maybe by understanding it. Well, this hospital must have six or seven hundred patients, all connected to monitoring equipment by their load cells. But if I can make a few adjustments to the monitoring setup, I may be able to talk to a simplified version of your collective unconscious. A simplified version? There are billions of us. Yes. So what use will that be? If I can make a collective isolated here realise what it's doing, maybe I can use it to challenge the collective behind the cortex. And switch off the airways. Hopefully, yes. 700 people, though. Is that enough? Think of it as an opinion poll, Flip. It's a small sample, but it'll give us an idea of the bigger picture. We always lie to polls. Mum says it serves them right. Well, let's just hope the festive unconscious isn't like your mum. There. Let's see if this works. This is the doctor addressing the urge of the festive mind. Nothing's happening. Don't make me force you to speak, Urge. I assure you, I can. This is the Urge. You can be heard. It's the voice of the Cortex. No, just the voice of this equipment. Listen to me, Urge. There's something I don't believe you understand. Somehow, you come to be a threat to all festin life. No, you have failed to understand. Festin is an irrelevance. It has only one purpose, self-destruction to set the urge free. Well, that doesn't make sense. We are beyond your comprehension. Try me, you might be surprised. We are not of your realm, it is beneath us. You're from another dimension? In your parlance, yes. Then what are you doing here? An error occurred. We became anchored in this space. Wrapped in matter and serial time, woven into every creature living here. Unimaginable torment. Explain. We cannot. This sliver of ourselves is insufficient. All right. But what are you doing here? The roads, the nihilists. We wish to re-enter the true reality. We have engineered this world's destruction to allow that. The Festons have made roads that can channel our will. Sent rockets to a star, they have caused it to die. The space program? All it was ever for was to take warheads to Guitonus. The last rockets were a hundred years ago. And it takes conventional rockets about a hundred years to travel two light days. Energy from that star, death will soon spill through the airways. The Festins will see their insignificance joyously as it rips them apart and releases their inner energies. An enormous nihilist circuit channeled through load cells. You're engineering a planet-wide thought fueled by death. This world will become a glyph of our will, oh. a sigil opening up a doorway to our freedom. The airways, that's it. They're arranged like a sigil for one of the first forbidden texts. What is a sigil? A sort of magical symbol. 
from a book I wish I'd never seen. Then we're all right, aren't we? Magic's not real. <sighs> Whether it works or not, this vile urge still intends to kill billions. It's an abomination. Then tell it it won't work. It won't listen. It believes in magic. Or the little piece we have here does. Our belief is all that is required. Our belief, given the power of a billion perfectly aligned deaths, it will rip open this shroud space and return us to the light. No, you can't do this! We'll stop you! How? It has been in motion since the first lives stirred here. <sighs> So the previous nihilist outbreaks... Just the unsound who were triggered too soon. My bath was not unsound! So this whole civilization exists solely so you can obliterate it? Yes. Then you are not from a dimension higher than ours. Your dimension is unthinkably beneath us. Know this, urge. I will defeat you. I just don't know how. Doctor, it can't be long now. I know, I know. Alice, you understand the roads. Can't we bring the circuit down somehow? I, I, I doubt it. Not before the energy from Gratonus hits. We'd have to destroy the whole cortex. Well, can't we do that? Well, not quickly. It's a planet-sized neural network. Can't we block the rays, then? Stop them getting here? Well, what with? It's a star. You can't just blot it out with an umbrella. Can't the TARDIS do something? No. Well, well, perhaps in theory, but it's insanely dangerous, Flip. You'd have to generate enormous space-warping mass to even nudge the energy, of course. The only way to do it would be to invert the ship's dimensions and extrude its interior into normal space. So, do that. Even if it could be done, it'd almost certainly destroy the TARDIS. It might well be as dangerous to space-time as what the Urge has planned. All right. Uh, what about the drugs the Keen use, then? If we can get those to people, it might suppress the urge no, a bit. We don't have the time. We need to think of something we can do with the resources we have. Could we mess up the traffic? The urge is relying on the cortex to arrange the roads like it's signal thing, yeah? But if we sent some cars out to get in the way... Why, well, suppose that might redirect some of the energy. Yeah. But what could one or two vehicles do? They could do something. And if they were firing out link pulses, they might weaken up the circuit's shape. <sighs> oh, hang on, Corolla. You said you were flown here from the accident, yeah? Y yes. So there's air ambulances... Bays of them. How many? I don't know, 50 or 60? So if we set 50 or 60 ambulances going without drivers, like Hallis did with his car... You know, Flip, that's brilliant. It wouldn't be much, but with pulse links breaking up the road patterns and the police trying to bring them in, it might just disrupt the sigil. Really? It's worth a try. Even if it only dissipates a tiny bit of energy, it may save some lives. Right then, show us these ambulance bays, Corolla. This way. <sighs> Doctor? I'll be with you in a moment. I'm going to have one last try reasoning with this urge. Flip! All right, then. I'll see you soon. Right. Right. To the TARDIS, then. Uh, down here? Yes. What are you doing? This area is emergency pilots only. Oh, are you an emergency pilot? Yes. Good. Oh. Oh. 
Nurse, what are you doing? He's out cold. We don't have time to talk and we need a low-key tune to these vehicles. Help me carry him to the nearest one. There you are. Parked in the park. Ah, how are we for time? Oh no, it's already starting. Right, I'm launching the ambulance. Now! Heading straight for a junction point. Oh, come on, let's get our pilot to the next one. The sky. It's beginning to turn pink, isn't it? It's not just that. Gratona, sir. It's glowing white. Ah, right. Architectural configuration rerouted to real world interface. There we are. Oh, this is going to hurt a lot, old friend. But I'm afraid. Kill or cure. It might well be both. Look at it. Those swirls of light in the upper sky. Don't. Even if it ends up destroying us, it is stunning. Hannes! We need to launch this next ambulance. Oh, well, maybe I can pilot it. I could cause more disruption of the controls, really get into the thick of things. No, you're more used launching a series of these than you are doing something impressive with one. We have seen enough self-sacrifice. Well, one of you give me a hand. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 keep going. I know it hurts, but please keep going. It doesn't... If it kills us, we've got to do this. Look up. Oh, no! I don't want to hear how lovely it is. I don't want any despair or anything. We are here to save as many people as we can. Now, come on! No, Flip, look. It's Gratonus. It's vanished. What? It can't have exploded completely, can it? It's not there. It's like it's been blotted out with the sky. And the aurora light's fading too. The energy's not going to arc down! Blotted. Oh, he's done it, hasn't he? The thing he said was too dangerous. It's the Doctor. It must be he's tricked us. How? He sent us out the way so he could go off and be all heroic on his own, using the TARDIS to deflect energy from Quatonus. So how long will he have to do that for? Oh, I don't know. How long does a supernova give off dangerous rays? It might be a long time. Well, to be truthful, that's a slightly grey area. Doctor! Oh, flip. <sighs> if you're not up there in the TARDIS... Oh, don't worry, I am. Or I have been, anyway. You're in two places at once? Isn't that cheating? Nonsense. I'm in one place at once. The there I'm in, out in space, is a good few billion miles off. It's also easily a day ago. You look tired. Are you older? Every second. Aren't you? 
Let's get back to that ward. Through here. Oh, of course, yes. This brings back memories. We were only here a few minutes ago. Uh, How long have you been away, Doctor? Not easy to say. It took an awful lot of mass to bend the energy of Gwitonus away from Festin. And that amount of mass does strange things to space and time. It's played havoc with the TARDIS's interior dimensions. It took an age stuffing everything back in. How long? Well, it's been a long couple of days. Hello, Urge. Doctor. You remembered. I'm touched. That means we're both still alive and reality's intact. Well, I'm pleased even if you're not. Just wanted a word before plugging you back into the main cortex. I wanted to tell you you'd lost. Your kind always does. The Urge will triumph, Doctor. We shall regain perfection. I shan't hold my breath waiting. You've been defeated once, you will be again. You cannot destroy us. No, but then I wouldn't want to. Destruction's what you crave. And for that, you deserve to live. Enjoy your punishment. Let the rest of you know it failed. Let it live. I had to. To destroy it, you'd have to burn this whole world. So it's still there? In the cortex? In all of us? Yes. It's locked into your biology. And it'll try to escape again. Oh, so what can we do? You'll have to be vigilant. Question your instincts. Question the cortex. Trust each other. Together you can make this world serve you. Shall we go, Flip? Where? Mm, well, anywhere you like. Oh, you're on. <laughs> I'm sorry we missed the opera, Flip. I got to play 3D dodgems instead. I think I still win. I'll organise something else. A banquet for all the senses. Fine food, helicopters, chandeliers. Can't we just have something a little bit smaller? More human? Oh, what do you suggest? Punch and Judy and a bag of chips. Perfect. Here we are. Yeah, coming. Doctor, <laughs> you know how similar to Festins we look? Yes. Well, could the Urge be in us too? I don't know. The Urge we spoke to seemed to think it was a local phenomenon. Yeah, but that was just a little bit of it. Uh -huh. It didn't know its full self. But who does? Come on, Flip.
coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Shadow Planet, World Apart. Unity, the planet that brings you face to face with yourself. The TARDIS doesn't seem to be able to tell me where we are. This planet shouldn't even be here. Welcome to Unity. We have taster sessions available to see if finding you is for you. Not a patch on Blackpool. Doctor, there's nothing else around. Precisely. Just the three of us. No obvious signs of animal life. Each of you will overcome your shadow self and be reborn. These uniforms aren't just from different agencies. They're from different time zones, too. So, are we the first people to ever see this, then, do you reckon? We shall never escape. Nirvana. Oh no. Ace, we have to leave now! The planet can't replace its psychic core quickly enough to meet demand. If you found this, leave. Don't try to work out what happened here. Just go. Did you feel that? The planet's hurting. Oh my god! I'm gonna die on an alien planet! We're alone. We don't know how long we have left. Don't tell me they got you. Big finish. We love stories. I think they're coming for us. Hello, I'm Colin Baker. I'm talking about Vortex Ice by Jonathan Morris, which I recorded today with Lisa Greenwood, otherwise known as Flip. Philippa Jackson, and a lot of people I've never met before. Well, I've met one before. Tell you more about that in a minute. Oh, no, 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 Flip, you're confused. You were in the vortex ice, so you're the one from the future. Uh, no, I'm not. She is. The one up there, dangling. Then as far as she's concerned, this is all the second time around. I mean, I like things where I don't know what's going on. And, and when I mean, I had a bit of that to do when I was doing the show on television. The, um, the events of Mind Warp were convoluted, to say the least. And as long as the actor, in this case me, has, has firmly in his head what he thinks is going on, then that's all that matters, really, because I've got to be consistent within my timeline. And this all makes sense. It's just on first listening, it's quite hard to, to work out what that sense is. Timey Wyminus is good. I'm, I'm up for it. Um, I know a lot of fans prefer the nice linear approach where at the end of a story you can say, well, what happened is this from A to B. But I think if you're messing with time, there have got to be occasional little loops and twists and Möbius bands of time that confuse and adversely affect the ability of the listener to understand. And this is perhaps one of them, and all the more fun for that. Hello, I'm Ken Bentley, and I've directed Doctor Who Vortex Ice Cortex Fire. It just happened that with this script, the, almost all the casting requirements needed people we've never worked with before because we needed skills we've not called on before. It, it was quite nice to have that opportunity, to be honest. I try to get in as many new people as I possibly can at Big Finish. It isn't always possible, but I do try. And the mix is normally fairly good. We've normally got one or two people who are new. But just happened this time round that on this and on Cortex Fire, I think on that one as well, I've pretty much got all new people, which is good. The sort of key character journey in this one is the is the journey of Flip because she's the only person who knows knows what's going on. My name is Lisa Greenwood and I play Philippa Jackson. Okay, all we are rolling and cue. So this thing everyone's looking for, 
It's probably a Time Lord. Yes. But that's good news, isn't it? What of your people? Oh, so one would hope. But I can think of several likely candidates with whom I have no great desire to be reacquainted. Colin and Flip, they're very different. So it gives you a lot to work with. If they were very similar, it wouldn't be the same. You know, they've got very different ideas of what to do. So they're kind of constantly having this banter and going up against each other. And it just makes it a lot easier, really. She's always on the go, Flip. And the booth is actually very small. It's a very small space to be in. And normally, you know, if you're running down the street or you're doing actions, you're fighting aliens or anything like that, you're going to need a lot of space, I, I assume. <laughs> um, but you don't have a lot of space in the booth. And actually, it was quite interesting the other day, and this had never happened to me before, but I had to do a kind of hyperventilation scene. So I was breathing very fast, very quick, and it actually made me very lightheaded. I had to stop for two seconds. I was thinking, oh, I can't faint in this booth. That would be just amazing. Uh, no, embarrassing, not amazing. They'd probably get an amazing sound from it, but not great for me. <laughs> My name's Orlando Seal, and I'm playing Dylan Argent, who is a caving expert. I was at drama school in Paris uh, at the Conservatoire, which is a bit like sort of their, you know, it's their state. Uh, drama school. Uh, it's a fantastic place and I was very lucky to get a place there while I was at university in Britain and I went away and did some time there. But actually my family has always had a big connection with France and I spend a lot of time there. Um, we have a family house there so I've, I've always spoken French and uh, I have many, many, many French friends and so being French is something that I like to do. <laughs> and, I, and I have ended up playing uh, French characters quite often. My name's Monty Dinverno and I'm playing um, Yannick Wolf, who is a German scientist who's on the uh, cave exploration and he's actually an uh, endobiologist. He's uh, speaking with a, with a German accent which is, you know, it's not extremely strong but it's a, it's a you know, fairly light German accent and he's um, a character who is quite suspicious at the beginning of the Doctor and Flip and he is also quite nervous in general about a lot of things and in fact he turns out to be not the bravest member of the group. It's useful for a radio actor or a voice actor to have lots of accents available because with one person you can get a lot of performances, different characters. You know, the challenges are getting the accent right itself, so not having it too thick and not having it too light. So it needs to be somewhere in between, there needs to be a realistic balance and that you don't just focus on the accent, you have to be able to actually play the character and their experiences and their emotions and you know how they're feeling. Whereas if it's an accent that you're not familiar with, you can spend the whole time just thinking about the accent. So that, it can be a barrier. But once you're comfortable with an accent, I think it's really, you know, it's actually, it's really exciting because it allows you to widen the number of number of characters you can play. My name's Catherine Senior and I play Holly Whitfield in Doctor Who, Vortex Ice. And she's a physicist who has recently left Caltech as a lab monkey, as she calls it, and um, volunteered herself to go on this expedition and yeah she knows she's a great character actually I liked her because there's a little bit of sarcasm in there which is always a great trait to kind of drag out of a character if you can so yeah so I, li I like her and she's very she's very ambitious and she's very passionate about what she's doing and wants to get as much information as possible to you know take back with her I suppose in theatre you can obviously be as physical as you like and the more physical, especially in some plays, the better. The thing with this 
I noticed is that I would perhaps be suggested to me not to kind of move so much because the mic picks it up. And so that's what I find that must be a great skill to kind of hone is the sense of moving and there's a lot of clambering and climbing over rocks and squeezing through holes in this but without moving so literally doing it in your voice um that's it's it's tricky but i I imagine it's just a skill that you acquire as you do in any other kind of medium hi my name is shobu kapoor and i play sai chopra who is the leader of the expedition in the um play if i may call it that vortex ice i met shobu kapoor when i recorded the doctor who extravaganza with eastenders for children in need in whatever year that was, 1993, I think, something like that. And she was just starting in EastEnders and apparently had absolutely no idea what was going on, having just arrived from India and not having a clue what Doctor Who was. And it was lovely to work with Shabu. She's playing Sai Chopra, who is uh, the boss of the mission on this planet. And uh, we reminisced about Dimensions in Time, for those of you who have ever seen it. So uh, Shabu was lovely to work with, a very nice lady. And very funny too. The thing is, with this particular story, although the concept is difficult because it's jumping backward and forward in time, and I must say that as a sci-fi fan myself, I love that, and I would recommend Stanislaw Lem, The Star Diaries, where he talks, he has stories about going backward and forward in time. The questions I ask myself are things like, well, if you are going back in time, that means back in the day you would have come back into that. It just gets, it gets very, very confusing. You can't understand it. For me, in this particular story, as far as my character and my performance is concerned, it doesn't matter so much because my character is in the present time, in linear time. There isn't a dimension or time shift to my character. The thing that happens to her, which I can play because I'm confused, is when she finds out what's going on or parts of what's going on, she gets confused and I'm confused. So actually it helps. <laughs> love confu- Love being confused. Wonderful. In my particular case, in fact, for all the members of the exploration team, all those characters, it kind of doesn't apply because... In a sense, what we hear in the play, it's just they just achieve their story once through. For them, it's just happening once. From the point of view of the audience, it's actually when you get to the Doctor and flip, that's where you get the fact that it's that it's happening twice. So, so we're only experiencing things once through. And it's actually very interesting having to come to terms with talking to characters who are coming from the future and from the past. And I think far from being in the way, that, that makes it more interesting. It is confusing, but that's all right, isn't it? Time travel would be. <laughs> so I think that um, I think it's okay for it to be, you know, a bit baffling at times. And actually, of course, it is. You know, it's all metaphorical. It's a way of exploring memory and these big ideas about, you know, whether you could change something or can you, you know, or death, things that you wish you could alter, things you've done. So it's just really a way of looking at those things. I think. I mean, of course, as well as being incredibly entertaining and fun. But uh, I think that the fact that. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, tricky to follow at times is, is how time travel probably would be. <laughs> I think if you think about it too much, it does get too complicated. And so your kind of brain is turned inside out a little bit. So I think from a character point of view, you just play it as, as it is. Especially, I think it's harder for Flip, who's probably got the hardest because she knows what's happening. So that, that you know, that's trickier. Dear little Flip, it's interesting. I've had a really wide selection of companions each one of whom brings their own particular character and 
deficiencies and talents. You know, Flip is a kind of explosive, random, but very lovable force of nature. And I like working with her. Flip probably was me about five years ago. (laughs) She really was. And so it's just about me. I kind of, if I read the script and there's a line I think might not necessarily be the right language that Flip would use, I'd always, um, you know, just ask the director or the writer or whoever's in the room, is there any way that I could potentially change just a few words just to make it sound more Flip-like? You know, I've done her for like five years now, so I kind of think... You know, there's some words she would say, there's some words she wouldn't say. So if everyone's open to the idea of swapping a little bit of the script, that's great. My name's Rebecca, Rebecca Todd, and I'm playing the part of uh, Corolla in this episode of Doctor Who. Should we give it a read, everybody? Mm-hmm. <coughs> what is that thing? It used to be my partner. Oh, God, I can see why you split up. Must make this cease! She wasn't like this before. She was normal. <coughs> What's your name? Corolla. Okay, mine's Flip. Is there anyone else here? No, this tower's just ours. So the character Corolla lives on a planet called Festin. To all intents and purposes, it seems to be a planet that visually looks probably very similar to ours. Uh, in many ways, um, the sort of the people on this planet look, you know, very similar. By the sounds of it, you know, there's there's quite a lot of. Um, flying cars and and sort of uh, wonderful, fantastical landscapes and things like that. And in particular, there is one star very, very close by that uh, I think the Doctor has some suspicions about. We're all connected by some kind of empathic cell or implant to the back of our neck, and that seems to be the problem, although, of course, we're not aware of that at the moment. So along comes uh, the Doctor and Flip in one particular time uh, to rescue me when my partner is being destroyed by this uh, cell or destroyed by something, and she hits a point of revelation and uh, uh, sort of joyousness, it seems, and is destroyed by the um, force that connects us all. I'm Simon Kane. I'm playing Hallis, a troubled construction engineer. I haven't done that much radio work, but the, the stuff I have done is for a sketch show called John Finnamore's Souvenir Programme, and they're very generous... Well, they, he, he writes the whole thing, and he's very generous about giving you silly voices to do. And I've always loved voice artists, and I've loved cartoons as well, so even as a, as a kid I knew about people like Mel Blanc, and I just thought that was extraordinary, that there were people who could just immediately create a performance for something else, so uh, even though that's helped by the animation as well. I've sometimes been, depending on if they're short bursts of sketches, it's easier to do another voice than to suddenly have to play yourself. Again, so that was, it was nice playing Alice to go, actually, could you not use your voice? I was like, okay, good, then then we can hit the ground running. My name is Yusuf Kirkle, and I'm playing Dakim and an ambulance pilot. I think Dakim is a very um, driven uh, medic and really believes in his his job and his research. And um, I think that I'm interested in how what drives him as a doctor and as a researcher is what leads him to succumbing potentially to this, this urge and this uh, nihilism, nihilistic uh, monster. Interested in exploring that relationship, basically. Hello, I'm Eve Webster and I am playing Cortex. And also the Enforcer, who is a robotic tool of the Cortex and sounds very much like the Cortex. Uh, I'm also playing Bav, who is taken over by an elemental force, becomes an elemental force, turns into fire, 
So that was something I had a lot of emotion memory for. <laughs> Eve, who is the cortex and the enforcer, anyone who looks less like an enforcer than this rather sweet four months pregnant lady, not an enforcer at all, but, but she sounds like one. I think it mustn't show its own feeling because it weakens itself. I mean, I, I do, yeah, there are various robotic characters in um, science fiction and I think they're more sinister if they don't react to the emotion of the situation because everyone else is reacting around them. They've just got one intent. Uh, it's always nice. That's the good thing about Big Finish, even though there are a lot of people I love working with and I've worked with before, um, Big Finish doesn't just go, they're good, we'll stick with them. They're constantly getting new people in and trying new things and uh, it's been a really good cast this week.